Ten to One, Episode Seven. Recommendations for my spouse. I'm Brian Kozer. And Melissa, we've been married for almost five years now. Pretty much everything that I've read or watched growing up that I liked, I've shared with you pretty much the other way around as well. But there's a few a few holes, a few gaps, things that you haven't read that I think you should, a couple things you should watch that you haven't. So that's what this list is going to be. I have eight books, a movie, and a TV show that I think we should watch together or read together, or you can, for the, some of the books, maybe you can read them on your own. So let's get started. Okay, well, I had to kind of scrape for this list and really dig down into some of the movies that we watched growing up because we both have very different reading styles. Most of the books that I like, you don't really care for. Uh, I mean, they're fine, but you don't. it's just not your style. Same with movies, frankly. And all the movies that you really like that I grew up on, you've already seen. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of scraping here. Uh, but they're, they're pretty good movies. And uh, I only have three books on this list because, like I said, we have pretty different tastes in, in books. Well, and we've also already read a bunch of things. That's true. I mean, things like Discworld. Yeah. For example. What a great series. We've already read together. So. Okay. Well, my number 10 is a movie called Davy Crockett and the River Pirates. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. Boo. Just kidding. <laughs> Doofus. It's from 1956. It's uh, got Fess Parker. I have seen Fess Parker, the Davey, main, Davey yeah, Crockett, just yeah. not this one. Yeah, this is a this is our favorite Fess Parker movie, hmm. actually. So I think how many Fess Parker movies are there? He was Davy Crockett. I think he right, was Daniel well, Boone. And I'll something. tell you, this was our favorite Davy Crockett episode. I'll tell you that. There we go. Yeah. So it's him racing Mike Fink <laughs> down the <laughs> Mississippi in a steamboat race, and it's a it's just a fun back and forth. Uh, between the two, and I think you'd really like it. My number 10, Davy Crockett and the River Pirates. Okay, maybe we'll check it out sometime. I mean, they yeah. probably have that kind of thing at the library. I'm sure they do. All right, my number 10 is actually not just one book. It's actually an author that you haven't read. I think you would like his books. It's Isaac Asimov. Mm. So he wrote a ton of different books. I know we have a bunch of them. Right, we have uh, probably three or four. He wrote his, it's the Robot series, which is what I've mostly read of him. His other ones that he's well known for are his Foundation and Empire, I think, is the other other set of books. And I don't know, I, he's really straightforward writer, no frills. What do he, you consider frills? Um, you'd what? have to. I don't know if I can explain it really well without. You might have to read okay. read it to be able to understand. He's just. He's not really flowery, I guess. He's... Not a lot of description. Deep, detailed description, um, maybe? Yeah, I mean, not as much as... Definitely not as much as, say, Tolkien. Mm. Something like that. He he has description and and everything. I don't know. His, he's more of an ideas person. It's more about the grand ideas and exploring things like 
Uh, like what does it mean to be human? Artificial intelligence, maybe. Right, thing yeah. kind of things like that. At least in the in the robot ones that I've read. And so I don't know. He has really good ideas. His his books are pretty short, and he has a really straightforward reading style. Like he said, he wanted to just write as plainly as he could. Mm. And I mean, I wouldn't want that for every book, but I think it works in his. And okay. I I enjoy his. So I think uh, maybe some of his short robot short stories. Maybe his some of his uh, series trilogies you'd be interested in. All right, maybe I, I'll. It's, it's classic sci-fi. I think you would. I think you'd like it. Yeah, maybe I'll make that uh, some of the next couple books I read. Alrighty, well, my number nine is a movie starring Dean Jones, and it's called Snowball Express. Hmm. It's the nineteen seventy-two movie, and uh, Dean Jones inherits a hotel out in Colorado, I believe it is, and uh, from some great uncle, Crazy Jake, and uh, just decides to pack up his whole family out there and move out there and reopen it. So it's a fun little comedy, uh, and, you know, Dean Jones, he's always a pleasure to watch uh, in all of his movies, so I I think you would really like it. Snowball Express. (laughs) I think the only Dean Jones movie I've seen is That Darn Cat. Well, that's a pretty good example of of Dean Jones, I'd say. <laughs> Although he's more okay. serious. Well, no, that's a pretty pretty good representation of him as an actor. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, I'll tell you that. Okay, my number nine. So I know you, you like Star Wars. Maybe you don't read as many Star Wars books as you used to. I've become kind of disenchanted with them. Yeah, I, I definitely, I don't think I've read one since high school. I'm not, I don't know, just not as interested anymore. Well, and they're just not as good anymore, a lot of them. Hmm. I think maybe we're better now. We're more discerning with what we read, more careful with our time, now that our time is precious. <laughs> but I do think that you would like the Star Wars Episode Three novelization. Really? Yep, so, I mean, if it's a novelization, which are usually pretty bad. Is episode three, which I I don't know. I think I you like liked it. okay, yeah, I liked it. but not like a an amazing movie. Yeah, I I wouldn't say it's an amazing movie. It was okay, I guess. It had its moments. Right, but at least when I read it in college, I thought the the novelization was way way better than the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It really plays up the the legendary friendship kind of friendly rivalry between Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin. and Anakin. And uh, the descriptions of the lightsaber battles mm-hmm. are really fun. I don't know. It seemed uh, when you take away the the some of the, the clunky dialogue effects, yeah. and some of the clunky acting, yeah. and fill in a few of the gaps. I don't know. It it was uh, it was probably my favorite Star Wars book. Huh. I'd have to say, even though I knew what all the story was going to be and and everything. So. Oh, I'm very I'm, intrigued. I'm never going to go back and read it, I don't think. Yeah, but, but uh, for once. Yeah, least, if you yeah. if you ever get back in the Star Wars mood, yeah. that would be one I would recommend. I think you'd like it. That's my number nine. Yeah, and I mean, I I, I do get in the Star Wars mood sometimes, but if, I want, if I'm going to take the time to read a Star Wars book, I kind of want to know in advance that it's going to be a good book and mm-hmm. worth spending my time on. Because uh, I've read a lot of Star Wars books, <laughs> and at this point, there just aren't that many that are really... Mostly cash grabs. Yeah, I know. Just living off the hype, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number eight is A Book We Own by Cornelia Funke. <laughs> Funky, mm-hmm. F-U-N-K-E. And it is Ink Death. Oh, it's yes. the last of the trilogy that you have <laughs> uh, started but not read. So you've, you've read books one and two. 
Uh, this is one of my favorite book series of all time. <laughs> we have Ink Heart is the first book, then Ink Spell, and then Ink Death. And uh, the first book kind of can stand by itself, but the second mm -hmm. book ends on a cliffhanger, and you've really got to finish, <laughs> read the third book. I definitely could not live until I had finished <laughs> Uh, the series. So it's just a testament to how different people we are, that you're just fine going about your life yes. without finishing the series thus far. And this is one of the ones on my list. I think it's the only one on my list that is more about I really like it rather than I think you would like it. <laughs> I think you would like it, but you really just need to go ahead and finish this book. So my number eight, Ink Death. Yeah, I, I really like the concept for the series where it's People going into books, characters coming out of books into the real world. Right, because that's how it is when you read a book. You feel as if you're entering into that world and these characters right, come yeah. alive. No, I like that concept a lot and, and the mixing of different time periods through that mechanism. I don't know. I While I'm reading it, I'm... I don't know. Maybe it's just the, the execution. Maybe it's because it's a translation from German. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but they... Don't grip me quite as much as they grip no. you, I think. But I do like the... Yeah. I'll finish it sometime. Well, I, it, part of it might be that I like the fantasy genre as well. And this was a fantasy book that went where other fantasy books have not. So that might have something to do with it as well. Okay, what's your eight? Okay, my number eight is a book that I just listened to on audiobook, actually, that I really liked. It's called Dimension of Miracles. It's one that I had heard of a while ago and just finally checked it out. And the premise is there's a man who wins a, some sort of galactic lottery and gets taken to another planet to claim that prize and then has to make, and then the rest of the book after that's like the first chapter. The rest of the book is him making his way home and sort of the adventures and misadventures he has on the way home. Um it's very philosophical. There's a lot of portions where he has kind of philosophical discussions with different characters, and it's very much a series of... It's almost like a, a bunch of short stories strung together, hmm. which is, is kind of how these go. These type of stories go a lot of times, but I really liked it. Um, I listened to it on audiobook, or purchased it on audiobook, and I would actually purchase a hardback, or a, no. a, soft, a physical book, I should say. You would reread it. That's pretty and, hard uh, Yeah, so I was actually thinking I would, this would be one that we could read together. I'd read this one to you sometime. Okay. So, I think you'd like it. It's really short, too. It's, uh, I think it's under 200 pages. I, I don't know exactly, because I listened to the audiobook, but it's short, and it's good sci-fi. I think you'd like it. It's, it's funny, too. It's, it's very humorous. Okay. So that's Dimension of Miracles. My number seven? Eight? No, my, eight. my number yeah. eight. All right, we'll, uh, we'll check it out. Yeah. All right, my number seven is a Louis L'Amour book, which I know you're not super keen on these, but you might like this one because it's not a Western. It is called Last of the Breed. And it's about this guy who escapes from a prison in Siberia, and he's being hunted down and... He's got some Indian blood back in his uh, ancestry, and he, he's been taught some basic survival skills, and now he's got to try and remember all of that stuff as he's trying to survive in the harsh Siberian uh, tundra and outwit his trackers and pursuers. So it's it's a pretty pretty clever book, uh, and I think it's one of the few Louis L'Amours you might enjoy. Hmm. That's my number eight, Last of the Breed. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I don't have anything against westerns. I think I would probably read a nonfiction book of a mm. similar similar subject before I read Louis Lamour. I don't know. I I haven't ever read one of his books, so maybe I'll check one out sometime just just to say I have. So my number seven is Island of the Blue Dolphins. Have you read this one? I haven't. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was if you had read it or not. I think we had to read this for school at some point. So it's been a while, uh, I'm grade school, or high school maybe. So it's been a while since I've read this one, but I think you would like it. It's basically female Robinson Crusoe. Okay. So it's one person on an island all by herself, just uh, just trying to survive. And I don't know, it's really... I, I haven't read it in a long time, so I'll have that caveat. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> from what I remember, it was really, really beautifully written. Um, it's a very... I mean, it's not... A uh, huge thrill ride, car chases and everything. It's just one person on an island. Right. It's her and her thoughts. Well, it's always interesting to read or watch about somebody trying to beat the odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I think you'd like this one. I wouldn't mind maybe reading this to our kids in a okay. few years or something like that. So, yeah. Island of the Blue Dolphins. I think it was like a Newbery Medal winner. I don't know if that's even a thing, but it... I think there's a picture of a medal on our cover, so yeah, there's there's the Newberry Medal for yeah books. that one. I don't know what who like, who gets that, but I think this one won won at something. It won an award. It's got to be good. <laughs> All right, uh, my number six is Facing the Giants. It's a movie, and uh, it's uh, I don't have too much to say about it because I don't want to spoil anything for you. But if you liked the movie Courageous, then you I think you would like this movie. It's um. Uh, it was ba- it's basically the original uh non cheesy Christian movie that I've ever seen. So that's my number six, Facing the Giants. Would you say Fireproof is non cheesy? Well, it's got a little bit of cheese, but in a good way. It still feels fairly <laughs> realistic. It's fun. Okay. I thought they treated a very hard situation pretty well in that movie. I think I think I'd probably label Facing the Giants as cheesy. I haven't seen it. You can pick it sometime. We'll watch it some some weekend. But oh. uh, just that's just my guess. Oh. All right. So my number six, another book that I read, boy, maybe probably before high school, I would think. And this is definitely the most obscure one on our list. It's uh, probably on either of our lists, but definitely on my list. It's called Durwood Inc. I know you haven't heard of this one. Unless I've mentioned it to you. It kind of sounds familiar, but I certainly haven't read it. Right. Uh, This one was written by, I think, an employee at Bob Jones University, or maybe just someone who wrote for some of their textbooks. And it's a family. It's mostly about their, uh, I think their teenager, teenage children, and they just get into a bunch of a bunch of different adventures. It's sort of a modern day, maybe like a modern day Caddy Woodlawn kind of a kind I, of a book. If you've read that, I read that. Or modern day Boxcar Children. Um, no. Good. I mean, because they're because I'm not a fan <laughs> of Boxcar Children. Yeah, me either. Talk about cheesy. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess sort of Anne of like early Anne of Green Gables, okay. where she would just get into different scrapes. Right. Sort of, sort of like that, and. Uh, we really liked it. I think I know Lindsay read it. I don't know if Matt ever read it or any of the. I'm sure that some of the younger ones at least read it. Megan probably did at some point. But I remember Lindsay and I at least both really liking them. 
and uh, there were some sequels that were okay later, but mostly the first one, Derwood Inc., I think you would really like it. I think it would be a good one to read as a family when Lydia's a little bit older, if we have any other children when they're a little bit older. So that that's definitely one that we'll have to buy at some point. That's Derwood Inc. Okay, my number five is a book. Actually, it's two books, and they're very different, uh, but I kind of wanted to squeeze them in together just because they're both about sailing. And You had uh, to scrape together to smush books together into one. Uh, well, it, okay, if only one of these is allowed to count. The one that I would pick, uh, the one that I like more, I'm not sure if you would like it more or not, it's called Captain's Courageous, and it's written <laughs> by Rudyard Kipling, uh, and it's the story yeah. of a young boy, he's, uh, kind of a spoiled brat, and he falls off this ocean liner, uh, he's seasick and he falls off, and he gets pick up, picked up by this little fishing trawler, and he demands to be set ashore immediately. And they're like, you can forget that. We're going to be out at sea for months before we head back in because we've got to get in our fishing quota. And so it's the story about his, uh, his adventures at sea. And uh, it's got a lot of accented dialogue. <laughs> And I, I think it gives it a fun flavor, and I think I think you would really like it. The other one is if you're in for more of a, uh, instead of happy-go-lucky story, more of a, a darker time would be The Dark Frigate by <laughs> Charles Hawes. And that is about a young man who is trying to do right, but uh, he gets assailed by pirates. And it's about his adventures. So that's my five. Captain's Courageous or The Dark Frigate. I gave you the choice on this one. Yeah, pr I was... probably would choose Rudyard Kipling. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it would probably be a good one to read as a family sometime. Yeah, maybe. We've got the Kids original and the great illustrated classic. Hmm. So. Okay. I can't imagine it's that long. Probably the original. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, my number five is the the only movie on this list because... Pretty much, I mean, there's there's really not a whole lot of movies that I would say I really liked. I'm kind of, um, I guess I'm kind of picky. Like, I, I almost never want to rewatch a movie. Let's put it that way. <laughs> there's, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 movies that I've yeah, seen. that you will rewatch. That I'd say. Yeah, I'd like to rewatch that. Not counting things like, uh, like Disney cartoon movies. I'd say, yeah, I wouldn't mind watching that with, with Lydia or something yeah. someday. But movies for myself, yeah, there's there's very few that I would want to rewatch. I'm usually good on just just one. Same same with books for the most part. I'm I'm usually good with just one viewing. So anyway, so there's not many that I would recommend to you, and we've already watched most of the ones that I would. But the one that we haven't, number five, The Matrix, which I know you've heard of. Yeah, and and I've even seen a little bit, and it didn't really stick out to me. But since you like it so much, yeah, I, I'm I mean, I wouldn't even say it's one of my favorites or anything, but. I think it would be worth the, like, I don't even know if I would, if, after we watch it together, I don't know that I would need to watch it again, but it being something you haven't seen, uh, it, boy, I guess it came out 17 years ago now, something like that. Definitely, I guess, uh, if you can say it's a classic after 17 years, it's a classic sci-fi movie, very, very thought-provoking and groundbreaking visual effects, good action. So yeah, we'll have to check that one out on VidAngel sometime. Okay. So that's number five, The Matrix. All right, my number four is a movie. All of my remaining ones are movies, and it is called The Robe, starring Richard Burton. 
and it's about a Roman soldier who helped crucify Jesus Christ <laughs> and kind of the repercussions that that had on him and uh, some of the stuff he went through. Uh, and it does have some fluffy moments, but overall I'd say it's not a fluffy Christian movie. Uh, so it's I think you would like it. It's you know, set in Roman times, and mm -hmm. uh, that's always a pretty intriguing time time mm -hmm. period for mm -hmm. a movie. So mm -hmm. my number four is The Robe. Okay. My number four is another book. Another, uh, this one is a children's book series, so Derwood Inc., that one was aimed at kids. So we could probably watch, read that one with Lydia. This is another one that would be fun to read as a family when the kids are a little bit older, but I think you would actually really like it as well. It's called Hank the Cow Dog. Have you heard of these? No, I haven't. Okay. Kind so, of like a Freddy the Pig? Um, somewhat. So Freddy the Pig is like a, a Winnie the Pooh kind of... Uh, American version. Right. Just yeah. kind of goes through and does interesting things. Hank the Cow Dog is more... Uh, it is talking animals, so that's that's similar. Um, but Hank the cow dog himself is this very uh, boy. What's the word I'm looking for? He thinks he's a really great dog. He thinks he's really cool. He thinks he's wonderful and smart, and he's actually really really dense. <laughs> and so, so for a moment, I was thinking maybe kind of like Wishbone, but I guess not. no, no, no. This is. Uh, this is more about this cow dog who keeps seeing danger everywhere, and he's gonna try and and root out, root things out, and try and figure out the mystery. And it's very obvious to the reader what's going on, but to Hank the cow dog, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's this really big mystery, and I've got to figure it out and what's going on here. And okay. so he's kind of a it's kind of a silly silly character. Um, but he takes himself ser really seriously, and, uh, okay. so, I think, I it think you'd enjoy fun. it. I think so. So, we'll read those as a, as a family sometime. Hank the Cow Dog. Alrighty. My number three is a movie based on a true story. It's a thriller, so I know, I'm pretty sure you would like it. And it's hmm. called The Ghost and the Darkness. The Ghost and, and the Darkness, or The Ghost in the Darkness? The Ghost and the Darkness. And this is the most scary thriller I have ever watched. Definitely had a hard time sleeping after watching this. And it's based on a true story. It's about two man-eating lions uh, that started attacking these railroad workers in Africa. And very, very fascinating as to what they had to do to try and get rid of these lions. Hmm. So, not going to say any more. I don't want to spoil anything. Hmm. The Ghost and the Darkness. Okay. Yeah, we could watch that one sometime. All right. My number three. The only TV series that I have on the list because because we pretty much the, the TV shows that I've liked we've watched together or at least started to watch and then you've decided you don't like them. Okay, so it's not SpongeBob. No, we've seen some SpongeBob together. Good. No, this one you haven't seen at all, and it's Lost. Oh, you've mentioned this one many a time. Yeah, so, yeah, um, I think part of the reason I liked it was just that it was an event show, so there's there's a lot of mystery going on. And I watched this with my mom and dad and uh, later Lindsay, sister Lindsay. And so there's all these mysteries, and so you're always trying to figure out what's going on. And we would come up with theories, and uh, it went on for six seasons, I think. And so it was, it was the, one, the one show that we all watched together. And so for that reason, 
I really liked it. But it's also, at least, I'd say the first couple seasons are really solid. The later uh, ones have some highs and lows. But overall, I, I liked it. And I think watching it all the way through, like on Netflix or something, would be less frustrating as far as the uh, some of the mysteries. So you would let me binge watch it? Uh, well... So you wouldn't let me binge watch it. I wouldn't let you binge watch it on more than the things that we have binge watched in the past. Probably less. Probably less. That was unhealthy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind rewatching this. I think I've seen I've seen a few episodes more than once, but I haven't really gone back and watched it since that very first time. So I'd be interested to see if I if I like it as much going back and rewatching it, knowing things that are coming up. Um, but I think you'd like it. It's uh, a lot of mystery, so that's fun. A lot of really good characters. So I'd compare it to sort of like a like Prison Break, which you've like okay. you like as far as a large number of characters, some all, depth to all each working one. together, right? Yeah. Depth to the characters, a lot of uh, flashbacks. They do fla- yeah, they did flashbacks in Prison Break to learn more about the characters. So yeah, we'll we'll have to check that one out sometime someday. That's Lost number three. Okay, my number two is another movie starring Fess Parker, and it is The Great Locomotive Chase from 1956. Uh, And it's about this Union spy and some cohorts who set out to steal a train from the Confederates during the Civil War and bring it over to the back to the Union side, destroying the railroad behind them as they go along. And I think you would really enjoy it. It's uh it's got some good character development and uh definitely some gripping moments, but it's a more it's a more serious movie and I know you like those. So that's my number two, the great locomotive chase. Hmm. Okay. My number two is not one single book, another author that you've never read i don't think for some for some reason i just haven't read these but you've seen a lot of the the movies or miniseries and that's jane austen and so i kind of ordered this list on how likely it is that i think you would you would enjoy it not so much my enjoyment of it yeah same for me for how much you've liked the the miniseries and such that we've watched the movies i think you would i think you'd like jane austen books as well yeah, I keep meaning to read Pride and Prejudice at least, mm-hmm. uh, the like the original, and I just haven't gotten right, around right. to it. But I, it's definitely on my to do list. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Sense and Sensibility Sen- is yep, pretty good. That one, Emma, I like that one. Haven't seen it. I think those are the only ones I've Maybe read. Maybe I have of her. I think we watched a movie of Emma. Yeah. In Pensacola. Maybe so. so. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident you would you would enjoy those books. So that's number two, okay. Jane Austen. All right, my number one is a movie called The Buccaneer, starring Yoel Brynner. <laughs> and it's set in the War of 1812, and Andy Jackson is trying to recruit the help of Jean Lafitte in uh, helping to defend New Orleans. And so you know that story pretty well, but it's a fun rendition of it, uh, with Yoel Brynner, of course, as the main actor. And then it also has Charlton Heston as Andrew Jackson. (laughs) So with two actors like that, how can you say no? My number one, The Buccaneer. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds sounds like it would be worth checking out. All right, my number one is a book series, and we're going to be reading this together pretty soon, as soon as we finish our current book, and that is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm, yes, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, I don't like to, to pump things up too much, because I don't want you to 
have too high expectations and then be disappointed, but knowing how much you like Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Douglas Adams. So that's Douglas Adams' yeah. other book series that he wrote. And knowing how much you like Terry Pratchett, very very similar, um, more prolific and for fantasy than Douglas Adams. Uh, maybe a little bit less zany, a little bit, and a little bit more satire, perhaps. But yeah, I'm I'm very confident that you're going to enjoy A Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I think you can skip the movie. That was a little disappointing. But uh, the book, the books I liked, the first one a lot, and I liked 2, 3, and 4. Five, we'll probably skip. Yeah, I kind of heard from uh, Matt Anderson on the Sci-Fi Christian. That was kind of a... Yeah, well, he didn't like any after the first one, (laughs) which I I did, but uh, it has been a while since I've read them, so uh, maybe those don't hold up as well. Definitely the first one, though, is a a five stars for me, and I think you'll enjoy it as well. That's that's my number one. All right, well, this has been very enlightening, learning what we... uh, think the other would enjoy that we haven't seen or read yet. Yeah, do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, let me see here. I know you said you were scraping together, so you probably don't have any. No, shut up. I have some. <laughs> uh, I guess of uh, stuff that you would really enjoy was Bridge on the River Kwai. Hmm, yeah, I'm interested in watching that one. Uh, you might enjoy... Of all the ones you suggested, I, I expect I'll like that one the best. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. My honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might enjoy Last of the Mohicans. Uh, hmm. Well, I did enjoy Mark Twain making fun of the Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> the movie version of it, not the book. <laughs> I've never read the book, but yeah. If you ever want a good laugh, go read Mark Twain's uh, his, satire, I his guess. His uh, book review of yeah. the Leather Stocking Tales. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. And then the I know I read to you the book version of Across the Great Divide. I think you would enjoy the movie as well, which is You read the book version to me? Yeah. When was that? Oh, that was ages ago. Okay, so Boy, yeah. I didn't even remember that. Go watch Across the Great Divide. What's You'll enjoy it. Uh, uh these two kids are trying to get across this mountain range to land that they that's in their family's inheritance their parents have died uh and uh they get a gambler to help them across the mountainside <laughs> wow they got a face that off made against zero impact on me apparently because i don't remember that uh, at all i love wow. that i love that story oh, it's i have a good no one. memory at all wow. all right well Give it all a try. Right, right. Uh, there's the Shaggy DA with uh, <laughs> Dean Jones, hmm. sequel to the Shaggy Dog, mm-hmm. which I like the Shaggy DA better. It's one of the few sequels that I think is hmm. better. So I had several more that I thought of, but I think those are the ones that you would enjoy the best. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have any well, any honorable mentions. One more, Hondo, uh, and that's a John Wayne movie based on a Louis L'Amour book. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have any honorable mentions. I do have one, I guess, I think you should give a second chance to, and that's Master and Commander. <laughs> I think, I know you have said you didn't like it, but I think you would really enjoy it if we if we watched it. I'll watch it with you. I have not seen the full movie. Uh, in fact, uh, when I did watch it, it was, we were sitting in an airport, and my brother Tim and sister Melody were watching it on his portable DVD player, mm-hmm. and there was only one headphone out- <laughs> outlet, so they were sharing some earphones. So I was just re- occasionally glancing over watching it, because I was reading a book. I don't even know if that counts. And every time I looked over, something super depressing was happening. You like Hornblower. I do. That's a bunch of depressing things. Yeah, but I didn't see anything happening in this. You'll like it. I I thought you had seen more of it than that. I would have put it on my list. It probably would have been like number 
number three, maybe number two. So I, I think you'll like it. All right, one more. I'll watch on, it sometime. One more honorable mention for me is uh, the Jungle Book live action. Uh, I forget the new who's. One? No, not the new one. Oh. It's uh, one of the original ones, and it's uh, got Carrie Elwes starring <laughs> in it. Uh, he's one of the lead actors, hmm. and just for that alone, since it's got him as an actor in it, I think you would enjoy it. I do so like Carrie Elwes. Yep, we can check it out sometime. We'll see. I think that's an end to the honorable mentions that you would like. Uh, yeah, this was a fun list. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there are any things out there, any movies or books that you guys think we might enjoy, you can feel free to recommend them to us. Shoot us an email. Uh, our address is tto at coser.us, or you can comment on our website, tto.coser.us. And our show notes are also going to be, be available there at the website. Mm-hmm. And you can go to tto.coser.us slash seven, since this is the seventh episode, and go right to this episode. Okay. Our next episode that we're going to be doing, episode 8, is going to be Top 10 Actors. Until next time, I'm Melissa Kozer. I'm Brian Kozer. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. So what's your recommendation for me to not check out? Probably any of the Home Alone movies. Uh, yes. I've seen the first five minutes. Of the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that was enough for you to know you're fine without it. Yeah. For me, I would recommend you not check out Fern Gully. I remember that one being pretty bad. Uh, kids cartoon. Any of the Land Before Time sequels. Ugh.